You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Now listen to me, brother man. I'll tell it to so you can't understand. We got a whole lot of more discovering. Don't act like you know how to know in the universe. You can't flow from the first to the next verse. You're a manifest of the effect of a cause without a man. But you're not a lost cause, brother man. Now hear me out, sister lady. Keep hoping for the sun when it's being rainy. You have a special kind of responsibility. The ability to channel out of entity. Tap into a sacred symmetry. Grown foster child into infancy. All my sisters out there with powerful souls. Keep your love strong. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to AV Underground, the show where we talk to you about what it's like getting started as a content creator. I'm Josh Needham. Hi, I'm MJ Watson. Hello there. And we're back at you with another casual sort of episode today. Just going to talk about what's been going on as of late, uh, our thoughts and ideas, you know, the usual ramble. When After we, don't we have... killed it with another great interview last week. Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like we have a strong back and forth. We're like, OK, slam it with an interview. And then the next week is like our recovery. Yeah. It's like when you hit the gym and you're like, I'm going to pump so much iron today. But then the next day you're just like, I'm going to sit in a beanbag chair and not move because I can't feel my arms. Yep. It's That's... <laughs> It's kind of how it runs. It's exactly it is, it is exactly how our we've been basically how we've been running this season. Really, it really has been. Yeah, we. This so, oh uh, man. So I guess we'll start off with uh, how have things been for for you for creating stuff this uh, past it's been week? Good. I've been in a weird. I've been in a weird state because like what's like I was saying on my podcast, the sports world right now is in a very um dead state. This is like this is the point. This is the point of sports where like there's really not a lot going on. Unless, uh, like, this would be the point when, like, O.J. Simpson would kill someone and, like, then they'll get the whole new... <laughs> like, th- th- this is that point because there's just absolutely nothing going on right now in the sports world. But it's it's leading up to, a, like, the football starting soon. So now, with sports, is that is that, like, a new thing or is this just, like, oh, it's that time of year again? Uh, it's... It wasn't nearly as bad as it used to be, I feel like, when I was younger. Maybe it was different because I was younger. But I feel like now, more recently, this has become a point where there's not a lot going on. So, yeah, there's just not a lot going on. So it's hard for me to, like, discuss my podcast and, like, plan for my podcast. But on that other end, I've been doing a lot of out thinking outside the box with my podcast because of that. Basically starting to do, like, trying to just come up with different segments, different topic ideas that I want to do. So, yeah, it's kind of been a weird I'm, – I'm in a weird brainstorming state, but – not really, too, in the sense that, like, I'm kind of just waiting until new stuff happens, but I'm just, I'm really just trying to think of new things that I want to maybe try out for the podcast. That's kind of when I'm in the content creation world. And also, coming up with new ideas for AV Underground, as far as segment ideas and sh- such. Yeah, it's been, like, I've realized this past week that I have so much that I'm trying to do mm-hmm. that I don't have, I'm not able to allocate as much time as I'd like to, to put into things like planning topics for AV Underground. Um, and then I was starting to think about, it. I'm like, cause I'm doing three different podcasts now, uh, that I'm actually like producing. Yes. And I'm like, okay, well this week in gaming's not bad. I don't like most of that gets delegated out, right? Like, uh, Jeff and Sarah do most of the like work for that. The only thing I really do is offer my opinions, record when we're recording and then edit everything down and yeah. put it up on pod. And you have that edit down. So yeah, I can, I edit that and like, it only takes me 10, 20 minutes at this point to drop everything where it needs to be, know where I need to cut out silences, put everything together and yeah, you know, run it through. So that, that show takes very minimal effort, which is why in the first place I started thinking I need to do more. Cause I was like, I, I feel like I have too much free time that I'm not giving back to the community, not doing yeah. something in my my line of uh, interest, my field of work type deal. So that's when we started AV Underground because we had a lot of valuable stuff to do there. And that was going really well for so long that I think I just kind of like, 
oh, I don't even need to think about this show now. It just, we get together and like awesome happens. <laughs> Spit gold, yeah. So I kind of, I got lazy, I guess, with that. Uh, started up Health and Mana recently, and we actually missed this week's episode because life happened. So, yeah. I'm, and of course, I'm like down on myself for missing an episode. I'm down on myself for like everything that's going on. And the more I think about it, I'm like, I have so many things that I want to put more time and thought into but I feel like I don't have the availability without letting something else go. So uh, I actually had to talk with Annabelle this week and we going forward, it's going to be mostly managed like the show topics and everything else will be managed by her. And it's going to kind of have to pull back to a point where all I'm doing is editing the show and recording with her, but all of like the planning and direction and everything is going to come from her end so that I can take my entire thought process process and planning for health and mana and move a lot of that over to my thought process and planning for my two main focuses now, which is AV Underground as a podcast and Twitch, which I've started like really upping my game on Twitch. Yeah, I've been live streaming. So here's I'll give you a quick rundown of like how my week looks, because <laughs> to me, it's freaking maddening. And I, I asked Annabelle the other day, I said, from an outside perspective, does it look like I have any free time? Because maybe it's just me, right? Like maybe I'm so in the thick of it that I feel like I don't have time for things. Right, exactly. But people looking at me are like, no, you waste a lot of time doing like meaningless, meaningless things that you don't even realize. Like maybe I sit around too long and I'm just like vegging out on YouTube and I don't realize that I'm losing that time. Right. So and she was like, no, you seem pretty busy. And so here's here's what my weeks look like. Right. We'll start with a Monday. So Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Or sorry, Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays are my streaming days. So like my Monday, I get up, I get up, I go to work. I work from eight in the morning. I don't get home to eight thirty in the morning and I don't get home until around eight at night. Just traffic and travel distance and everything else. Now, while I'm at work, I can sometimes manage to juggle my thoughts. Like I get an idea, I write it down uh, and then I can bring some of those thoughts home with me. But there's a lot of stuff that I can't do at work. Like I can't go and tweak things on my Twitch page while right, I'm at work. Exactly. I can't go and build things on my stream labs while I'm at work. That's both not good for my productivity <laughs> at work, but it's also like not they're, they're paying me to be yeah. there to do a exactly. job, not to so. work on my own stuff. Uh, that's not to say that I don't like take extensive notes sometimes. And I'm like, OK, I've just spent like five minutes writing something down so I can try to remember to do it later. But so my Mondays, I get home around like we'll say 745, 8 o'clock. I try to like have dinner, shower, and then by 9 o'clock, we're streaming. We stream from 9 to 11. I get off stream at 11, and then I'm either like, okay, if there's a game I wanted to play, because we stream story-based games. So, like, this last few weeks, we've been doing Wolf Among Us. So it's like, I'll stream that. That's a really great time. We have a lot of fun in the chat. And then 11 o'clock hits, and I'm like, okay, well, this chapter's done, or we're stopping for tonight, depending on what it is. So I'll do two hours, and then it's 11 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm so wiped by the time I get to 11 o'clock. I'm like, well, what do I want to play? Do I have time? Am I going to stay up late and then sleep until I have to go to work tomorrow yeah. again? So then I sleep Tuesday. I wake up. Same process. 8.30 a.m. Leave for work. Get home from work at 8. And then Tuesdays are the days we're supposed to be recording uh, Health and Mana. So then I get home from work, have dinner, shower, record Health and Mana, edit that, schedule it. Probably brings us to about the same time, 11 p.m. Same process of do I play something tonight? Do we relax? Do I hang out? Like, what's the deal? Go to bed, wake up Wednesday, work, stream, sleep, wake up Thursday, work, stream. And I usually have a little more time on Thursdays. I get out earlier on Thursdays no, by like good. a couple hours. Yeah. So I can get home by like 630 ish. 
So then I've got a little bit of time and I'm like, okay, well, I actually have time today to set everything up for the stream and plan things. I can even spend a little bit of time relaxing. So I try and relax a little bit on my Thursdays, Fridays, you know, work, come home, record uh, this week in gaming. And then Friday nights are the nights that I'm like, I'm going to stay up late. I'm going to play games that I want to play. So like last night I was playing Rainbow Six Siege with a bunch of buddies and I'm t I just bought the game yesterday. I'm not good at it yet. <laughs> like I'll tell you that right now. I but six months ago and I'm still not good at it. So don't worry about <laughs> it. And and then my let's see, that's Friday. Saturdays, like I don't stream on the weekends because I'm t I am trying to keep some of my sanity. But at the same time, I do feel like yeah. I should sometimes stream on weekends. Yeah. So we get to Saturdays, wake up. And then you and I do Never Made Varsity, followed by AV Underground. I edit AV Underground. I schedule AV Underground. That brings me to Saturday afternoons. And, you know, throughout all this, I'm also like Annabelle and I live together. But through this process, I don't see much of her. Right. We do streams together. That's one of the which big is, things cool. that that makes a difference is that it's not like I come home, I have dinner and I'm like, OK, bye, honey. I'm going to go stream now <laughs> without you. See you when I so get back. We both stream together and I'm trying to get her more involved with everything that we're doing as far as the streams go. So like the chat knows who she is and. Uh, we can engage the dialogue back and forth. It was pretty good with Wolf Among Us because she knows a lot of the fable characters that were in it because That's she cool. does a lot more reading than I do. <laughs> good but, for her, yeah. So it's it's like, okay, well, when do I actually have free time? When do I have time to do anything? And it's mostly like my weekends. So I'm like Saturday, Sunday. Sunday is the only day of the week that I don't actually have anything planned. But then I usually end up with things being planned as far as like hanging out right. with people or going to visit family or whatever the case may be because it's my only day that I have essentially open to do things with and recently i'm thinking about it and i'm like i am really spreading myself thin so that's why i like i took the steps and i'm like okay well this week in gaming is pretty much well delegated like all i have to do with that is record edit done yeah. i need to make health and mana the same way record edit done it just it's a thing i come in i sit down i do it it happens streaming is is both stressful but fun like it's not it's not one of those things. That I'm like, oh, why am I doing this to myself? Like I have a great time doing it. And we've got people that show up regularly for chats that it's just so much fun to hang out with them and like play a game. And it's yeah. been nice to actually play a variety of games that are story based rather than being like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that stream PUBG, Fortnite, Rainbow Six Siege, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Battlefield. And I'm like, I could do that, but. I don't want to be like tied down to a single game, especially right. when, it, you know, any of those titles I'm probably not good at off the bat. So like getting started is going to be slower. And I feel like it it takes enough focus for those games for the most part that for a while I'm not going to be able to engage with the chat, which is like most of the reason I'm there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like playing games, but I like playing games and sharing the experience with other people. So. So, yeah, that's it's had me in a weird mindset of like realizing that I've pushed myself to do much too much and kind of reeling that back a little bit so that it can be a little bit yeah. easier. But it's so hard to reel back on it because when you start reeling back on it, you're like, Oh, now I'm not putting in enough effort or now, right. Right. It's, it's hard. Cause you, you're going to take, start taking steps back and you feel like you're giving up on things. And, and especially in my head, I'm like, if I take a step back and I, I'm not doing everything with health and mana, then you know, am I just getting lazy? How long before that happens with right. everything else? You're, you're playing mental tug of war with yourself. Right. Basically. Like, where is that happy medium where it's like, OK, I've delegated the things that I can delegate and I'm holding on to the things that I really feel like I need to hold on to, but also making the process easier on myself. So it's it's been a weird week or so. And then, like, on top of that, I felt really lazy, like I needed to get up and move more. 
because all I really like, I sit and edit uh, videos for work or I'm like programming courses and things like that. So I'm sitting for eight and a half hours a day and then I come home to sit, to do edits, to sit and stream to whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm sitting the entire drive to and from work. So I'm like, I am, what color do I want my hover round to be? Is like the real <laughs> question. So I'm like, this is, this is terrible. And then a few weeks ago I talked to uh, my boss and he was, cause he goes on walks on his break and he was like, dude, you should just start walking with me. And I'm like, okay. So we went like whole ham last week. We went absolutely freaking nuts and I followed him on his walks, which was not bad for him, but it was a real struggle for me as someone who hasn't been moving for a while yes. and put on a lot of weight through the, my, my college years. And then now with a job that I'm mostly sedentary. And I will say over these last few weeks, how much that walking during my lunch break has helped because now not only do I, I feel better from the actual exercise, I'm ex exceeding my 10,000 step daily goal, but I also get to come home and not feel like a lazy bum for sitting down streaming, sitting down and editing right. things, whatever is it is, huge. because then I'm like, I got my exercise in for the day. You know, I take a few breaks throughout the day as well, where I'm just like, I'll do laps around the parking lot to make sure that I get my, my steps in and I'm staying active. So then I don't feel bad coming home and doing jobs where I'm sitting most of the time. Then my weekends get pretty slow because, you know, my weekends are very heavy on content creation as far as Saturday goes. Yes. You know, we come over, Here we, we do our thing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that's my big rambly bit about my my crazy schedule. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just like trying to let you guys know, like, this is what I've put myself into because I felt it was necessary to do more. And as I'm doing more and trying to manage everything all at once, I'm like, I realize how valuable my time has become to me. And of course, to the people around me, like I don't want to shut everyone around me out for the ability to just continue working on the projects I'm working on, you know, because a lot of the stuff that I do with podcasting, with streaming is about making real human connections. And you can't make human connections by cutting out your human connections. It's, <laughs> exactly. it's kind of crazy yeah. like to think of it that weird, way. Weird how that works. So the process going forward is going to be me pulling back and trying to delegate some things to other people so that it's not so much just... I feel like I've been too much of a control freak with a lot of it. So it's it's the it's the common phrase, which is a phrase I actually hate, but work smarter, not harder. You know right. I mean? Yeah. And it's just I feel because I, I, I agree with you so much on what you said about everything. It's just it's hard. You need to know how to pull back, but it's so hard because you end up filling your head with just that thought of be there's no worse thought as a, I've what I've at least what I've learned from my almost I'm getting almost a half over half a year of ha content creating is the worst thought that a content creator can have is I'm being lazy right now because it can either you could either be right and you could be being lazy right now and not doing anything or you could have you could be so stressed out or you could have done so much that you saying that is only going to stress you out even more it's going to put even more pressure on you and it's just one of those things that it's it's that that's just it it's just like it's the worst thought that you can have as a for me at least it's the worst that you can have as a content creator but i feel one of the ways to combat that is something that you were like what you were saying was working on not only your, one of the things that we advocate for this podcast a lot is your mental health and to make sure to advocate that you keep yourself mentally healthy but keeping yourself physically healthy is also a very good way to keep yourself mentally healthy <laughs> is what it, I it really is because it keeps your energy levels up and when when things physically are functioning better it, it ties in mentally like 
I haven't had to sleep as much. And when I wake up in the mornings, I feel most of the time I've been feeling a lot better rested than the days when I just sat around all day and then I'm going to sleep. And it's the changes that you feel when you when you first start getting back into shape, if you especially if you haven't like been getting into shape or like haven't done your keep yourself healthy, the very first when because there's usually that period like the first like for me, it's always been like the first three or four days where it's like this fucking sucks yep. <laughs> i'm sore as hell all this food is gross i i don't feel any better i don't want to do this but then you like you said you just wake up that one morning and all of a sudden it's just like oh wow no this is why i'm doing this this makes sense now this feels great this is fantastic it's so you've got to really if you're gonna do it you've really got to fight through those for free it can vary for some people because for me it used to be like for it would take one day, I'd wake up and be like, "Why the fuck am I doing this?" After every sport in high school, after my first day, the first practice, I'd wake up and be like, "Why the fuck am I doing this?" And then the second practice, I'd feel great. So it's really just a matter of finding that personal preference and being able to fight through that. Really, it really is both physically and mentally. With like we we talked about that with content creation, you start a podcast your first week, and then we get to week two, and you're like, "I don't really need to get up and record yeah. today. I really don't need to do this. Yeah, exactly. I could just take a day off, which ends up becoming a week, a month, many months, a year. You just never get back to it, and the struggle of pushing through is it's rough. I know my first entire week, I was like feeling like I was going to die, and then. I, I just over exaggerate things in my head. Right. So I'm like, if, if we're walking along and I'm hungry, so like my stomach does the whole, like I'm hungry thing. And then I'm like, Oh no, what's going on? Am I going to be violently ill on the side of the road? Maybe it's heat stroke. Maybe I'm about to collapse. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going white guys. And it's like, I've through like my whole meditation thing that I've been working on as uh, as we've mentioned a few times on this podcast. Get the fuck off. Um, <laughs> no, I've, but I've been able to um, take more mental stock on on things, which is a lot of what has helped me get to this point of like realizing I need to pull back. Yeah. But it's like so now if something's going on, like my stomach's upset or something while I'm walking, I think to myself like, OK, well, like where is it upset and then try and figure out is it something that I ate? No. Is it, am I hungry? And that's because a lot of the time, like the brain doesn't understand the stomach at all for whatever reason. Yeah. And I, yep. so it's just like, if something's going on, like it could just be like, I'm hungry and your brain goes, we're sick. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you doing, why can you not be dumb? Relax brain. My stupid brain. And it's like, <laughs> it's probably cancer. And I'm like, can you just not, can you calm down? My brain functions like WebMD sometimes Yeah. where it's just like. Oh, I sprained my ankle and it's like, yeah, you probably have to lose that leg now. Yeah, it's gone like, forever. What? <laughs> it's just a, a stream of incredibly irrational You're going to save a ton of money on only one shoe now. Save a ton of money on your car insurance by switching to Geico. <laughs> but God, if only we were sponsored no by No free them. advertisements, damn it. So uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, though, with with the whole like trying to pull back and delegating tasks where possible is a lot of why I've been doing that is realizing that there is no asset in your life that is more valuable than your time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I've been trying to change my mentality on the way that, like we were talking about World of Warcraft and I said, I don't have the time to play World of Warcraft. I do. Azeroth needs I can you. find the time if I really want to. I can make the time to, this is the thing is you, you, everyone has 24 hours in a day. You, Plato, Socrates, Einstein, and the bum down the street all have the same 24 hours in a day. None of them had more time than the other one. And none of them it's had what these you prioritized ones. your use of that time for. And if I took, if World of Warcraft was a priority for me, I would cut other things out 
to be able to do World of Warcraft. Maybe I'd become a World of Warcraft streamer so that I can every night that I'm playing, I'm streaming. So it's like two birds stoned, as they say. <laughs> so, you know, it'd be one of those things. Like if I wanted to make it a priority, I'd make it a priority. And I'm just like, what I really need is more time better spent. And I was thinking about that a lot with, you know, what things can I do that don't take a whole lot of time to do, but they put a lot of benefit for everything going forward. For example, the design and uh, building of my website. I put that off for a long time years ago because I had the website, I had the domain, I was paying for it and I didn't know what I was doing with it. And I just, it was a page that sat there and did nothing. And I was like, I'll, I'll get to it and fix it eventually. I'll get to it and fix it eventually. And I always figured it was going to take so much time. I don't have the time to deal with it. And then when I finally got everything revamped and put back together, you realize that, okay, I sat down and I spent two to three hours constructing the site to try and be so that someone can go to yadudegamers.com. They can know exactly the, all the things that we're doing. They can find us on social media. So it's like the one place I have to direct people and they can find whatever they want to find that has to do with us there. So, but I spent, say, we'll say two or three hours putting that together and making everything the way that I wanted it to be. And there have been a few tweaks here and there that take maybe 15, 20 minutes. But there, it's small amounts of time. But once it's done, every day going forward, I have that set up. So I don't have to be like, oh, I'll eventually be able to send people to a website. I'll eventually be able to whatever. And I've been having the same thing lately with like, uh, I just recently started a merchandise store for yeah dude on on Streamlabs. we have like four coffee mugs up right now like i'm trying to put good designs together i don't want to just have a store that's full of like here's my logo slapped on a (laughs) t-shirt yeah please buy it like i want things that are that are really cool engaging and things that i would want to buy if i was like buying my own merchandise which i probably will because i need to check the quality on stuff yeah but i've been thinking about forever like getting a merch store And recently I've started having people ask, like, do you guys have like shirts and that kind of stuff? Like if I want to help support you and also be able to show people like my love for the brand, because we got a few like really hardcore like people in our community that are all about what we're doing that show up to almost every stream that are just really like they're about the community. And when you're into something like that, you want bits and pieces of your daily life to kind of remind you that, oh, yeah, there's also this great thing that I'm a part of. And I guess I had been thinking about it too much of like, I'm an entertainer. I am a content creator. I am not a marketplace. And I don't want people to feel like I'm just, hey, give me money for the stupid things I made. So I'd been putting it off and putting it off. Now, it took me maybe 20 minutes to make a couple of coffee mugs with the WYDG Gaming Radio Logan or logo, Logan, (laughs) Logan. slogan logo. It becomes Logan uh, on the on the (laughs) mug. And I'm like, oh, that was that was pretty easy. We already sold one. So like, awesome. Shout out to Jamie for buying my first coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Thanks. So but and then I was thinking about it and I'm like, man, I should actually like prioritize finding good designs and building out a a bit of a product catalog for our store so that um, going forward that it's there. Like I don't have to go back and keep maintaining and doing other like I'll add new stuff to it. No, it was just someone walking around outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, but it's not something that I have to like every day. I have to create this product store all over again. It's like one of those things that it takes a little bit of time. And the time that it saves me and the things that it can do for me going forward is it does it itself, basically. You know, like uh, like people who make YouTube content and they're like, uh, we'll use uh, Piscopo. 
he was on the show back in season one. I think it was episode three talking about his creations for Strivera TV, his YouTube channel. And his focus is on making high quality content. And you can tell. Oh, yeah. You watch his reviews and you're like, oh, my God, I, I understand why it took him a month to put this video together. And now on some aspect, you'll be like, oh, it takes him a month to put a video together. I'm not waiting that long for videos. He should be like cranking these things out on the weekly. But I mean, he's got a life. He has a job. <laughs> yeah. But as he's putting the time and putting these videos out, you know, he goes through a year, year and a half. And now he's got a pretty good back catalog of game reviews and fastball reviews and things like that. That if I discover his channel now because of, I don't know, a review that he does on a game that comes out recently, then I can go back and check his back catalog. Watch his For Honor review, please. Everyone, oh, no. Everyone, please watch his For Honor I'm going to have to check it out. I don't know if I, I don't think I've watched his For Honor review, but I've watched most of his reviews. Yeah. So maybe I have and I just forgot about yeah. it. But so that's, yeah, realizing that how you spend your time, thinking more more consciously about how you spend your time is super important, especially in the world of content creation. And especially in the world of balancing, because as as a content creator and as a person with this magical thing called a life, um, it's one of the mo mo most important skills to learn when you learn to balance, when you're going to want to learn to balance these two things between content creation and, well, your normal life. So time, yeah, it's... <sighs> It's so weird because it's just one of those things that time, I don't want to sound like we're about to talk about the matrix here, but it's just one of those things that it's impossible to understand really. It's all about what you do. Like you said, like what you do with your schedule. And the thing is, is like you'll make a schedule and be like, yes, I have all my time properly allocated to how I want to use it. And then you go do that schedule and you get through that day and you're like, huh, maybe I can tweak something here. And then you yeah. maybe do that and throw, and you maybe you spend, or maybe you spend too much too much time on one thing and it ruins the time for another thing and now everything's out of whack it's just one of those things that it's so time has no owner you know what i mean there is no we're at the mercy of time <laughs> so yeah it's it's just one of those things it's so hard it's hard to for us to say like have good time management skills and things like that because we under we yeah, also you don't manage time you're just a victim exactly of it. like we all understand how hard that it's impossible to actually grasp how to control time but like there's there's people say like oh i need to get extra time no one gets extra there time is no extra you time. can't make extra time what you can do is things today that will save you time tomorrow yeah. i was watching this really great video about uh, multiplying your time it was a ted talk uh, if you if you want to just YouTube search TED Talk, multiply your time, you'll find it. It's uh, it was a really good video. And it was basically talking about that, like how I was saying with my shop, you know, I set it up and it takes me some time one day, but I don't have to do that again. Yeah. It goes forward and people can find it. People can, you know, purchase things. And it's essentially continuing to potentially be making me a revenue. You know, people that sell stock photos or stock video clips, you know, you get like, say, 100 photos, you upload them to the stock image site. And they're up there for sale. That took you a you know a while to get all the photos together to make them like look the way you want them to look, get them uploaded to the site. But then going forward, they're sitting there potentially making you revenue. You know, a year from today, maybe someone wants five of your photos, and all of a sudden it's like, oh hey, I got an income. Yeah, that's what they um, what was the the term for it? Passive income. That's what it was. So a lot of people find ways. A lot of content creators will find ways to make passive income. So whether it's like affiliate links from product reviews, whether it's uh, like stock photography, stock video, whether it's a merchandise store, whatever it is, it's something that you like you spent some time, you set it up today and then tomorrow I don't have to worry about it. It's, it's there. I only worry about it when I find something new I want to put onto that 
uh, that platform. So yeah, it's a lot of just figuring out good ways to use your time. And that's been a lot of what I've been about lately. Yeah. And it's, it's a real struggle because I feel, I still feel like I'm not doing enough, but then there's the other half of it where it's like, I'm doing enough, but I'm not doing as well as I could with those things. Right. Like do few things well, rather than a lot of things poorly. I think, and yeah, I think that's more like what you got to wor worry about is worry about improving and getting the things that you are doing now to the point you want to get them before you start really thinking about, I'm not doing enough. Cause I feel like once you get to that, it's like everything. Like once you get to that point where you want something to where you want it to be, then you have that moment of stepping back and like, okay, now I can take away from this in, in not in the sense like I can take away from this and I don't have to do it in the sense that I can take away from this and put these resources towards maybe something else. But I feel like the thing that a lot of people do, including me, make that mistake of doing that and getting getting like you're saying, getting all these things together and spreading yourself real thin and not getting all the things to where getting all the things that are spreading yourself thin, not getting them to where you want to be before you're like. I want to do that now. I need to add that to make it better. And I feel like that's the issue that a lot of people have is they just do that. They instead of instead of getting things where they want to go, where they need it to be and then moving on to something else, they get things to to where they're where they're doing it and then they add something else. And now you're doing two things not at good and you need. So you're now you're losing double your resources and not putting out any, I don't want to say good, anything good, but now you're lo you have even less of a chance of putting out something good, something polished, a nice polished turd, as they say. So talking about, um, content creation and trying to figure out, we, we had started doing how to episodes, which were kind of like how to do things. Uh, and recently I started rereading a book that well, it's a comic book, but it was a web comic that I was following for a while called Brick by Brick by Stephen McCranny. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That he talks about. There's a lot of people that tell you how to uh, how to make art, but not a lot of people that will tell you how to be an artist. And in the same sense, like there are plenty of people that will tell you how to create things, but not a lot of people that will tell you how to be a creator. And he gets into like a lot of really interesting things about how we treat ourselves mentally and about practice and setting goals and procrastination. He talks about a lot of the stuff that we've talked about. I don't know if you've had a chance to read the comic or not. I but haven't, but I've heard you. you told yeah, me about I, it. I think I sent it's, you. It's on, I don't know if I sent you the link or if I just said, no, hey, find on, this comic. I have it. I have it in a queue of all my like reading lists. It's in my reading like list. it was one of those ones. I read through the web comic. You can find it for free on uh tapas.io yeah yeah you sent me the link to that i just google search tapastic yeah. because that's what they used to be called before they changed the url and i was able to find him through there or you can look up brick by brick comic um alternatively what i ended up doing is i read through what he had available for the web comic and then he finally published a physical book and i was like i need this in my life and so i, I ended up picking it up it was pretty cheap like under 20 bucks when I bought it directly from him and I was like, ah, oh, sweet. And it came in and I was like, this is some of the highest quality paper I've ever seen a comic printed on. So I highly recommend if, if you're into content creation and you need a little bit of inspiration, if you're into this podcast, it's essentially like the podcast version of this comic book in a lot of ways. I mean, it's different information, different style, but it's very, I haven't found more value in a book yet. Because there's also, uh, there's a link in the description to uh, Brick by Brick, the physical book on Amazon. If 
you guys want to check that out, I highly, highly recommend it because the whole thing from start to finish is very much value oriented. Like from page one to page done with the about the author, it's it's all stuff that's usable that you it's put into contents, concepts and words simple enough that anyone can understand it and apply it to their own existence. And it's ex really well explained. As opposed to, I don't know if any of you guys that are listening have ever gone and gotten into a scenario where someone's like, buy my book and it will make you successful. And you buy it and it's mostly filler. Like sometimes that filler is being used to explain the concepts. Yeah. But a lot of times it's just, it's explained in an idealistic manner where it's, oh, in a perfect world. Or if, you know, like the people that talk about buying and flipping houses and real estate and stuff like that. And it's like, it's so easy. You use other people's money. It's really simple. And it sounds really simple. It sounds great. I've been to plenty of those meetings, man, where like <laughs> I forget the name of the company. They were uh, a video phone company oh, nice. back before video phones were like yeah. before Skype was on your mobile. I'm sure they're still around today. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And it, it's you go to one of these seminars and they give you this whole thing about how you can hire people under you and you're going to be selling products for cheaper than the manufacturers sell them for. You'll be able to sell services like you know, major cell phone providers, you can sell to your friends and family and you make a percentage of that income and how you could be a millionaire. And then the whole thing ends with for $500, you can buy the, the starter pack to get you going with this. And I had a handful of friends, like enough friends to almost fill a room like that got into it, that bought into it. And I tell you right now, exactly one of them is doing successfully with it. Uh, and that's like a friend of a friend that yeah. just he had the salesman mindset going into it. So he was the type that rather than trying to sell things to individuals, he hit like companies and he did pretty well. I don't know if he's still doing you well. Gotta, we don't that's talk. one of those things. Again, we're very much uh, there is no such thing as being born with it. But <laughs> yeah, no, this salesman. Sometimes are born you with you just get good yeah. at at selling things. Get good scrub. Exactly. And but if, if you've tried reading a lot of because I do a lot of reading, man, a lot of reading of like things to try and better myself, self-help improvement things, uh, mindfulness for success. I recently went through um, The Rise of Superman, yep. which is a book entirely discussing flow and flow states. And I love the book. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of it is just stories like the entire first probably two thirds of this book is not anything really about how flow works. It's more here's stories about extreme athletes and extreme situations so that I can prove the fact that flow is a thing and that it kills people. That, that was like the whole overarching thing really is like flow is real and it will probably kill you. So be careful. But also, you know, go and exist in these crazy states. Yeah. And, and it was a good book. I really liked it. But where I feel like for let's say it was like an eight hour read. I feel like I got maybe 30 minutes of like something that has stuck with me that I've been able to use and apply in my own life. So it's a very small percentage. Whereas brick by brick, I feel like if it takes me an hour to read through the whole thing, I have an hour worth of content that of actual lessons that I can learn. I feel like I've read it multiple times because I feel like I get something new out of it every single time I go through it. You know, it's it's written in a way that's vague enough and explicit vague enough yet specific enough so like you can apply it to what you're creating because he does it specifically for as a comic artist huh, these are the right. things that he's learned as a comic artist that have helped him to grow as a creator and 
he just puts it in general terms for like creators and creative types so that you can apply it to video creation. You can apply it to live streaming, podcast creation, writing, whatever it is that you're doing that is creating something. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But it's also specific enough as far as the way you, your brain works. It doesn't get sciencey. It's not like, oh, well, the frontal cortex is in charge of this stuff. And in order to get into this state, you have to it's, uh, to take these supplements, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. It's very much just like this is how we treat ourselves and this is how we should be doing things. And at least that's stuff that's worked for him. Yeah. And you, you bringing this up is a... I know, obviously, we're bringing it up to discuss it, and it is, but this is another idea that me and Josh have had from well, Josh and I, sorry, um, that we have been discussing, and it's one of the things that I was thinking of. Is we talk a lot, we talk a lot about a different, a lot of different topics here, but that should, that could be, it should be enough for most of you, like get enough hour of us talking about these topics and go on with your day. But there are, there could be plenty of you out there that want to do even more or want to really you're still really on the fence about getting into content creation and you want to read more about it, do more research. And this is an idea I thought that we have that we could bring, because like as Josh said, he does a lot of reading. I do a lot of reading, trying to brainstorm, trying to research for this podcast that I feel like instead of just keeping it for myself, we can bring it to you audience. So every, maybe not every week, I'm not sure, but we're going to try and incorporate more. Definitely when we think of it. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to definitely try and incorporate more like what are we reading today kind of things. You know what I mean? More things that we can direct you guys, the audience to, to things that can you can read to do more. It may even be on things that aren't quite content creation, but skills that could help you learn it. And even if you guys out there, like we do with everything, if you guys out there have some resources out there that maybe we should look, or things that we should read, look into, send them our way. We'll look them in. We'll put them into the podcast, no problem. But that's the general idea of we're going to have, I don't have one this week. Luckily, Josh had one this week, but I did. Yeah. And I'll, as we go forward, if it's something that I've gone through, I'll give you my, my honest take on it because I'm very critical when it comes to things that are claiming to provide value for people. If I read through something that is a book, like say I spent $40 on this great book that's supposed to, uh, this is going to change your life and yeah. change the way you think about things. Maybe it does. It's going to make you it's, rich. But if it's something that I spent money on, all right, and I read through it and I'm like, I could just give this away to someone because I don't care about it. I had that many years ago when uh, Kevin Trudeau was doing his uh, natural cures they don't want you to know about. This this man like caused a lot of issues in the medical community. I, I don't I don't recommend the book. <laughs> like, it, that's one of the things that like I read. I bought it. I read it and I went. There is nothing useful in here. There is nothing useful in here. Just like that, we've had our first recommended and our first not recommended book. Look at that, Josh. You've got both sides of the spectrum. Well, it's like I've got some books I'm still working on going through, like 48 Laws of Power. And it doesn't even have to be books, I I should specify. It could just be articles. It could just be a comic online. Yeah. And But if it's something that I found value in, I will put a, a link in the description for you guys. Hell, even if it's something that I read and I'm like, I didn't find value in it, but maybe you will. You can check it out and decide for yourself. Like, I'm not here to be the gatekeeper of what is and what isn't good content, but I definitely feel like I have a certain understanding of things that I've been able to pull value from. And if I can pull value from it, just about anyone else will. I've recommended uh, Brick by Brick to so many people since I bought the book. I bought it before I went back to college. And I ran into people that were like total randos, total strangers that I didn't know that were talking about like there was a musician sitting in the hall with his guitar waiting for his music class to start and was talking about, you know, 
what it's like, you know, trying to find inspiration and I don't know how things are supposed to work. I don't know how, like how I'm supposed to feel about things. And I'm like, dude, you should totally read this comic. And at the time, um, like I had the book, but I was like, yeah, you can find it for free online. Like just look up brick by brick by Stephen McCranny and you can find the comic and like start reading through that. I was like, it inspired me so much and it gave me so much to work with that. I think that you'll probably get the same thing out of it. I was like, and Hey, if you like it from there, like buy the dude's book, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I, cause I support him. So I, I, I would like to bring that to, to our audience without feeling so much like I'm um, this week is sponsored by this book. You should yes. spend real money on yeah. it. Yeah. Let's preface it with, we're not doing it because we're being paid to do it. No, 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 no. That is not the case. It is very much me and Josh going out of our way. Well, not really going out of our way because it's things that me and you do anyway, but things that, things that me and Josh come across that we want to give to our audience. It's not, there's not some magical man in a corporate office providing me and Josh with articles and books to give. To <laughs> if you that guys. was the case, I'd have a lot more time because I wouldn't have to work a day. Exactly. Job. <laughs> so like that is, but, let's prep, but it's a good thing to preface it with. That is not the case at all. That and is if you guys have, uh, if you're listening and you're like, Oh, I know a book that's, or anything really, that's like so full of value that I've gone back to multiple times, please, uh, head over to yadudegamers.com. Go to our contact page. Send us an email. If you're on Anchor listening to this, which is where we're hosted now, you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, if you're anywhere else, leave us a comment. Like, let us know because I want to look into that stuff. If it's something that you found value in, you know, we might get something out of it too, and then we can recommend it to other people in the the community that's listening to AV Underground and benefit a lot more people. I swear, if you link me a Ty Lopez video here in my garage, I <laughs> I will bring it up, but I I will not say go for it. <laughs> We will literally just say it, and then that, that's how the podcast Well, I got ends. sent a Ty Lopez video, and... Uh, and this, thank you for listening to W. White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that... I don't. I think that's pretty much all I wanted to cover this week. Yeah. My big thing with this week was, you know, understanding that your time is valuable, both to you and the people around you. Don't shut the people in your life out because you're trying to do something, and understand you know, the balance between doing a lot of things poorly and doing a few things very well. There are plenty of people who are more financially successful and have more of a listener count than I've got running three podcasts and they're only running one, right? So it's not so much about all the things you're doing, but how well you're doing them. I've started to find that AV Underground is starting to do better being on its own platform and not being tied in with our Podbean channel because our Podbean channel is categorized under gaming and hobbies and where we are more like arts and media creation. So being able to put us in our own category, being able to push out to different platforms and being able to get the people that want to listen to this, this show specifically, and only this show that are not going to be turned off by, oh, if I subscribe to this, I also have a couple other shows that I'm going to have to now filter yeah. out on my own. Um, a lot of it has just been trying to do it better rather than doing more things. And I don't know what that's going to mean for me going forward as far as everything that I'm doing. Like, I've completely dropped all focus I had on YouTube whatsoever. Yeah. I've dropped my focus on vlogging. If you listen back to season one, I was all about vlogging and wanting to start a vlog. And yep, I feel like everyone should start a vlog. all of us to start a vlog, yeah. And, you know, it's not to say that I'm a fickle person, but I've made the shift back to uh, Twitch. And things are starting to go really well for me on Twitch to the point where I am probably within this month going to achieve that's my goal right now within this month i'm going to achieve affiliate status on twitch and i mean that's 
it's a pretty low bar as far as like the overall process of becoming a partner. But it's still a bar. But it's player. a step closer to being able to make this into an actual career move for me, as opposed to just a thing that I'm doing on the side. And it's a weird, weird trying to balance that kind of a thing where it's like, you know, obviously I'm doing this because I love video games. I love the community. I love talking to people. And I love that. I didn't go into Twitch with the like, I'm going to get filthy rich playing video games on the Internet. But the ability that they give you, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Twitch, whether it's Mixer, whether it's Caffeine, whatever platform you're on, right? Being able to to see, I could actually like start making this a thing, make more time to spend developing the community, making things for that community. Like if I get affiliate status, I have the ability to give people emojis, custom emojis. Like I have, I've talked to Joe Blade Designs and he's like, yeah, I'm totally down for like helping you with that. And I'm like, I'm just excited that I can give people like emojis that are specific to our brand and our channel, right? Specific to me kind of a thing. Yeah. And I'd, I thought initially like, why would people want that? That's kind of dumb. And as I'm getting more into the viewing end of the Twitch community, I'm finding I've dropped subs on people that have subs available because that's what you do to unlock the emojis. So like I'll subscribe to someone and then I'm like, I'll go through and look at their emojis. And I'm like, these are amazing. This is so cool. And it gets really fun. You start like interacting with other people's communities. They have watching them and you start to realize like, I understand why people come here. I understand how people can make a living at this. And I understand the things that I'm wanting as a viewer. And I can take that into account as a streamer of like what kind of things I would want if I was watching my stream, what kind of things I can give back to the community. And I'm starting to have a lot more creative ideas that are going to take time to come to fruition, but things that I'm really excited and amped up about. I have never in all the time that I have been streaming on Twitch and dabbling in it here and there, I've never been this excited about it. That being said, like I would love to do an entire episode about nothing but streaming on Twitch. I don't feel like I have the, the in-depth know-how to do such a thing. I know Josh Foreman has since gotten into, he's an affiliate now. So he has the sub button. He has the ability to give emojis. He's got people that can sub to him, all that kind of fun stuff. So there's that, but even he hasn't been at it for very long. Yeah. So I'm reaching out to a few streamers and I think I've got one that's interested in coming on the show. We're just trying to figure out how to manage it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a travel out here kind of thing, or if it's going to be another discord interview that we do. But uh, the streamer I'm reaching out to has like a metric butt ton of followers as far as I'm concerned. Right. Yeah, like yeah, I've yeah. got we, we have like 80 something followers right now, which is huge to me. Like that's 87 people, man, that yeah. are that are following our channel. And I'm really amped up about it. And this person's like many, many thousands. But that's like the numbers don't matter as much, but it just it goes to show how long the community has been growing and to my knowledge, they're doing this full time. So I'm in talks with them right now. I'm not going to I'm not going to name drop right now um, until we figure out if that's actually a thing that's going to happen. We're trying to figure out the logistics. Yeah. We're not trying to give you a juicy teaser here. We're trying to. Oh, I am trying, trying to, to give I am trying to give you a juicy teaser. <laughs> we're trying to work out some logistics. As well. uh, we're going to figure out what's going on. And hopefully within the next few weeks, we can uh, we can get them on the show and be able to give you guys some more in-depth as to what it's yeah. actually like. That's my big thing is like people tell you. If don't do it, don't pursue something you'd love to do because then it becomes work and you're going to hate it. Right. But we've seen with I've seen with artists, with people who craft things for like conventions, whether it's with like modeling or whatever it is, uh, sculpting, 
content creation for YouTube and things like that. I've seen more often than not people that got into it. If you got into it for the right reasons, which is to say you got into it for the love of whatever it is you're doing, that they're, this is their job now and they love it. They love every minute of it. Every day I wake up and I get to do what I love and get paid for it kind of a thing. So I want to get a take from someone who's actually living that life and be like, you know, what are what are the actual struggles? Because obviously yeah. it's not all like rainbows and butterflies. But, you know, what are what are the things that you go through? What is it like having this as your job? And do you find that more people are proud of you for it? Or do you find that more people get take like a jealousy route and they're like, oh, screw you. All you got to do yeah. all day is play video games and interact with a couple hundred people. <laughs> Like when you, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like if I get to a point with Twitch where I've got like several hundred people watching me oh, and I, the chat's going so fast I can't read it. I hope I hope uh, quick witted uh, college Josh comes back to fruition and you just you just rip people apart all the time. Oh, now. God. That'd yeah, be, definitely. That'd be my favorite. It, that's basically what it is now, but it's a little slower. I wouldn't miss a second of your streams. <laughs> uh, so on that note, that's all I've got for this week. Unless you have anything else you wanted to add no, to. I'm uh, good. I'm proud to that. Got everything I wanted to get through. So thank you guys so much for listening and uh, putting up with our, our casual chitter-chatter episode. Thank you for being here, and we will catch you guys again next week with another episode of AV Underground. Hopefully I'll have some more information about uh, future interviews with more people. Yep. I'm, I'm very happy with the amount of content creators and the variety of people we've had a chance to meet through this show, and I'm hoping to just keep that going moving forward. So thank you guys so much for listening. Again, the link is in the description if you want to check out uh, Stephen McCranny's book, Brick by Brick. And we'll see you all again next week. Until then, keep creating. See ya. AV Underground is a production of YDG Studios and is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters, Eileen Hubbard and For Love of Nerd. To find out more about our guests this week, check the links in the description. Our intro music is Nine to Thrive by Culla. Find out more about Culla by visiting Culla.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Do you have questions about getting started as a content creator that you'd like us to address in a future episode? Send us an email at yeahdudegamers at gmail.com with the subject line Ask AV Underground, and we just might include your question in an upcoming episode. AV Underground is hosted by MJ Watson and Josh Needham and is produced by Josh Needham.